Hey friends, you're tuned in to the Learn or Be Learned podcast, a show where wisdom meets curiosity in order to discover the human experience. I'm your host, Shiva D, and remember, you either learn from or you're learned from. Now, let's get back to the show. All right, welcome back everybody to another great episode. This is episode 93, another Enlightened Nomad series monologue episode. And if you're wondering about the guest episodes, they are coming soon. There was, you know, a lot of travel lately, so it's been a bit more solo episodes between me, but we have a lot of great guests planned. If you saw my Instagram, I'm so thankful for the community that's growing. I had over 65 messages of people reaching out to want to be on the show, which I'm so grateful for. I remember like three years ago now when I started this, I was doing all the reach outs. I was obviously you get rejected sometimes when people ghost you. Some people don't show up on the recording date and uh, you start going through all that and and just to see how far we've come and, and see people, how many people are intrigued to be on the show and how many of you listen and I'm just very grateful for without any more time let's just jump right into this episode actually real quick side thing i am working really hard on season two we are moving to video podcasts i am building the team we're gonna build a community once i have some once i have the team helping me out with some of this smaller logistical stuff like i said 65 people reaching out it's a lot of it's a lot of paragraphs of People send big paragraphs of like, hey, this is, I love what you do. This is what we do. I'd love to be on the show. And it's like, I have to read all of that and kind of look into the guests and see if I want to have them. And, you know, a lot of these types of things will be streamlined, especially when I have, you know, an editor and, and all sorts of stuff on my team. A few, I'm looking at a few people to, to hire, um, have them join the Learner Be Learn team. And uh, once that's in place, I'll have more time to focus on, you know, growing this community, having you all more involved, not just listen if you want to be, of course. I understand that one of the beauties of podcasting is this intimacy of what we talk about and, you know, your chance to listen wherever you are doing whatever you're doing, whether you're driving or vacuuming or something, right? Without needing to be face to face, right? You get that intimacy without with comfort i guess is is the beauty of podcasting but you know i'm building the community for those that are interested and i'll totally be updating you guys if you're curious you should find me on instagram all the stuff's in my show notes all the links and whatnot websites being built as well but you know if you're looking for updates instagram's the best place to go linkedin would probably be next i am working on a couple other socials with the team so we are growing here and i just wanted to give that little update because I'm very excited about 2024 and what we have planned. So without further ado, let's just jump right in. Okay, so this is learn how the greats make things happen so effortlessly. Wow. Also, small little side note, but big news for my Thummel community, the you know Indian Thummel podcast community of my native language. I have actually started another podcast in Thummel to enter that market. I met a couple cool friends and we, you know, hit it off while I was in India for six months. And next thing you know, he wants to do a podcast and we resonated very well with each other. Our, our 
conversation flows, the ideas we had. So everything flowed really well. So I decided to give him a shot. I was looking for a co-host anyways. I had that idea in mind for a little over a year and, and you know, we clicked and I decided to give it a shot. We spent the last month or so building it and now the podcast is, you know, out with five. I think we've worked on five episodes now and it's, you know, audio, video, podcasting, and it's called The Jazz Podcast, J-A-S, Jazz, it's our initials for everybody on the team, it's me, I'm the S, Shiva, we have Johnson, he's our editor and social media manager, then we have Ajay, he is the co-host, and he's a bodybuilder and huge in the fitness community, and then we have me, of course. So if you are a native Tamil speaker, I know that's probably not very many people that listen here, but if you are, you can go, totally go check that out if you're excited or if you're interested or curious. If not, you know, the English one is still here to stay and it's going strong. I just wanted to enter that market as well. I do have plans to enter the, you know, media industry of Tamil Nadu in India as a whole. So I love this mix of English and, and Indian communities that I can interact with and you know I'm always learning and growing here so I just wanted to also add that update but that's all to say that this episode is actually inspired by that episode episode 5 that we recorded about the idea of how much effort it takes to make something look effortless right so this idea of illusion of effortlessness and i think it's important because i think many people compare their day 1 to somebody's day 10 or year 10 right we see for example maybe one of you wants to start a podcast that's listening to this but you might be comparing it to me right now which is i'm on what over day 1000 right so you're comparing very different metrics here and the same way if i were to compare jordan harbinger or joe rogan or jay shetty right they have so much more years on me they also have leverage of status or money and all sorts of things right so you can't really measure one to one with others other than yourself i think that's actually the best metric in order to keep growing but i think it's an illusion where we all see you know for example i might post on my instagram for example i posted that i had 65 people reach out and for those who you know don't keep up with me day to day or week to week or even month or year to year they probably saw that and was like wow he's growing fast he's growing already right but what what they don't know is i've spent over a thousand days to get to that point which is even in, which isn't even high baller big roller big fame anything right but it is to me a big accomplishment especially from where i started but It's not like I had a million people reach out like Joe Rogan probably does, right? So it it's it's all perception and there's an illusion of effortlessness when people see it and they're like, "Wow, this his podcast looks really good. Shiva's looks really good. The graphics look great. The audio is pretty good. He's got an intro and outro that sound somewhat professional." Right? You start seeing these things and and I'm going to switch to video podcast and I'll have a team so it'll look it'll look good. But the thing is what people don't realize is that the days of doing it all alone or or I think what was it episode 5 I remember I think it was the one with AJ or um Rodney Allen the artist um he actually ended up quitting to pursue being father um he sacrificed that for his kids very noble of him but when he was doing that I remember 
This was back when I was first learning to edit. So it took me eight hours to edit that one hour episode, eight hours plus. And <laughs> right when I hit save and export, I hit export because I was done editing and it crashed because I was using Audacity, the free software and it crashed and I was so starstruck. My jaw dropped when I lost everything and I was so frustrated. I closed my laptop and I was like, all right, I'm not gonna look at this till tomorrow. I'm gonna try again tomorrow because it just made me so pissed to see it. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna go do something else. And you know, from there to where we are now, I can edit an audio episode in like an hour max. Uh, you come a long way, you know, and then now I know what to look for in an audio editor to have somebody do it for me and video editor. So, you know, it's it, people don't realize how many steps it takes to climb the mountain until you actually start climbing the mountain. I didn't realize how hard YouTube was until I started making video content. I realized, oof, I think I'm going to have to wait and get somebody on my team to make this a little bit easier of a process. All that being said, I do believe there is. I think it's one of those things where we often, many people don't look behind the curtain or get a chance to even look behind the curtain. You just see the final product and realize, wow, you know, lucky, good for them. But like, what about me? And you start making this comparison. But like we said, you can't be comparing your day one to somebody's day 10 or 100 or 1,000, right? Or 10,000 even. So it's... It's one of those things, and if you want to make progress, the first thing you got to do is just jump. And, you know, from the episode before where I talked about burn the boats, it's one of the biggest things you can do is just burn your plan B, focus on plan A, put all your energy on one thing, and grow it to the max. And I understand a lot of us have other commitments. We, maybe we have a nine to five, or maybe you have to, you know, pay rent. So you need that nine to five. And I totally understand all that. Right. So like this whole podcast thing is my side hustle. I, I spend every every hour I can I spend on it. And once I've kind of built the team and built the system, I can work on more overview, bird's eye view stuff on the podcast, right? Growing the community, being on other podcasts as a guest rather than a host, being, you know, reaching out to more sponsors, things like that, right? I can work on the business, not just in it. I am also the artist of this business in particular, so this is a very unique example. But I do believe artists and entrepreneurs are closely linked because it is in a way, right, which is a whole other topic. But in a way, I do believe artists and entrepreneurs do find themselves in similar boats. And all that to be said is um, there's no such thing as effortlessness. Everything takes a lot of effort. I love when people say, you know, I bring up an idea and they're like, that, ah, yeah, that'll be really hard though. And I'm like, yeah, but what isn't? What isn't hard, right? Choose your, what is it? Uh, life is hard for one of two reasons. I used to say that quote all the time in this podcast. I still do. Life is hard for one of two reasons. You either are trying to get out of your comfort zone or you stay in it. Because when you stay in it, life will get harder later on because you realize that you missed your chance to go for your dreams. And the more time that goes by, the less time you have for it or energy or money or, you know, ability to commit versus if you, right, if you try now, try today, right, burn the boats and jump, 
Well, that's also a different kind of hard. It's stuff people don't always understand. How I think I did an episode about how success is a lonely road, and that's one of many reasons is because people don't understand the struggle, the pain, the sacrifices it takes to get to somewhere. Right? For me, for example, I I do this podcast as much as I can, but my other dream is to be an entrepreneur. It's always been in my blood. I love business. As a kid, as a kid, I used to. Uh, in the playground, so my family, you know, we didn't always, we didn't always have money growing up, you know, as a kid growing up, we were, you know, tight on cash and whatnot, so I never was used to asking for things or asking for toys or stuff like that, I just never did, because I just figured we wouldn't ever get them, um, that's just how it was, so I was always a very resourceful kid, I always, <laughs> for example, I learned how to torrent and get like movies for free or, or mp3 songs for free and ebooks and all sorts of stuff uh, jailbreaking back then i would jailbreak the early days of ipod touch or whatever and and uh when i finally got one at like the age of like 15 or something right back when uh it was hard to get an apple product it was really you were seen as like super luxurious if you had one at all we would have those tiny little phones you know, I know some of you know what I'm talking about, either the flip phones or the little palm phones, the tiny phones, right? So I eventually got an iPod Touch and I felt like so awesome. It felt so awesome to have one and I would jailbreak it and get a um, Spotify for free. <laughs> I don't even know if I should be saying all this, but I would jailbreak and get Spotify for free and stuff like that. So I was always very resourceful, you know, maybe not the most ethical, but as a kid, you do what you can to get what you need, right? And um, I never stole or anything. I mean, unless we're talking digital products in a way, I guess I just incriminated myself slightly. But, you know, it was harmless. It was harmless stuff. I would never do anything super intense like that. But going back to the example, I remember being in school and this was back when I think I was in middle school or something and silly bands were huge. It was like the era of everybody wanting to trade silly bands and everybody buying silly bands. And what ended up happening for me was I, you know, my parents, I just figured they would say no, which which they usually did. So I, I remember the way I went about it, which I did with, I did the same tactic with Pokemon cards, with basketball cards, with football cards. This is how I, this is how I approached it as a kid, right? I'd go to the people that had a lot, usually friends or somebody close or that I know. You're more likely to get a yes from somebody you knew. But I also would ask people that I kind of or vaguely knew. But you'd go to somebody that has a lot of cards or a lot of silly bands, right? And let's take let's take one example. Let's let's uh let's just say my friend's name was Parker, right? So let's say I went to this friend Parker and I'm like, hey Parker, can I have you have like a hundred silly bands. Can I have one silly band that you don't want or you have multiple of? That's what I would ask because being in those days, you'd have multiple of the same card or same silly band. It happened a lot. So that was my go-to and people would just be like, yeah, you know, when you, when you have a hundred, you're just like, whatever. It's like a charity case, right? You just give one out. And for me, it's a big deal because now I have one. So then I would just keep doing that like two or three more times to different people. Next thing you know, you have four or five. And then I would go and start trying to trade. And what I would do, it was all about quantity over quality at that time early on. So what I would do is I'd be like, hey, do you want this 
red elephant silly band and they'd be like yeah it looks kind of cool i'll take it what do you want and i'll be like anything man i'll take your two worst silly bands or if they really wanted it i would negotiate and be like it, you know you'd sense them out and you'd be like okay they, he really liked it so i want three of your worst ones or four of your worst silly bands and when they have like 50 or 100 or even 30 right the, the worst ones you're asking for their worst ones they have the least emotional attachment to them the hardest trades are when you have the most emotional attachment to something right so like the tie-dyed american eagle silly band right or the or something really insane right so it's like i'm asking for the worst ones they're like yeah okay let's do it so they'll give me like three two or three and i kept doing that a few times next thing you know i'm at 20 silly bands and 30 silly bands and now i have some buying power so i would go in and be like some people would come to me they'd see like i'd have a you know a wrist full of silly bands so they'd be like what do you have so let me i show them they're like hey i really like that purple snake so it's like okay you like this purple snake i like uh that tie-dye elephant you got over there but like, damn i really like that elephant i don't know it's like okay i'll give you this snake plus and then i'll pick a worst one and that's when you start trading for quality right so i would start doing that i do a little bit of quantity a little bit of quality trades back and forth next thing you know i have this massive amazing set of basketball cards or or silly bands and I, I did the same same process with basketball cards i ended up eventually my friend group right like the six of us i started with nothing they gave me like handouts of like their worst stuff and eventually by the end of that summer four months later i was trading with the same guys for things such like i had cards like larry bird michael jordan kobe bryant lebron james i had the best of the best because I just kept doing stuff like that. And I never bought a single card ever. Never bought a silly band, never bought any cards. And I just kept doing stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's this is all just to say that when you start looking back at who you were, I think it starts to make it a little bit clearer who you want to be, right? Who you dreamed of as a kid and what your natural talents were. But all this is to say that I'm definitely an artist. Many people, if you ask, they'll say he's definitely an artist. You know, he likes art. He's got the aesthetic eye. Um, I love graphic design. I lo as a kid, I would love drawing and painting and all sorts of stuff, right? So I do have that artistic side to me, but I also have that entrepreneurial blood in me. And this was the, the whole tangent was for that, right? So all that's to say is I have my goals. And, and I understand that, you know, as long as I need, I will keep my nine to five. But the ultimate goal is to replace my nine to five with a growing business and then also build this podcast business. And those are my ultimate goals. I say all this because this stuff takes years of planning. I've had this in the woodworks for the woodworks for a long time. So, you know, you have to create your own visions and then work backwards and create goals for those visions and then steps for those goals and then set deadlines for each of the steps or each of the goals and start attacking them one by one and from there you'll reach the next milestone and the next milestone and the next thing you know you'll reach that vision you replace it with a bigger vision right and that's your north star of where you're shooting for like for example i just told you two of mine it's to you know it's entrepreneurship and it's this podcast right the specifics i don't really think I should share until I hit it but those are the essence of what I work on and want to work on so that's where all my time is I think Chris Williamson he's a big podcaster now I've been following him for a long time but now he's pretty huge and he talks about how you should focus on one thing right and, and 
in a way this is my one thing one to two i i wouldn't go past more than two things i think that's when your brain starts to get scattered i know many people that have multiple businesses and it just alex hermosi says this all the time if you don't have it condensed then your mind is scattered on multiple different projects so well this was a very interesting tangent like episode but if you guys like this stuff of me just kind of sharing a little bit more let me know i think this was very different than normal monologue episodes i just felt like sharing a little bit more about my thoughts and the idea of of how much effort it actually goes to make something look effortless right how many hours of blood sweat and tears it takes to make to get to the point where you know i'm at or chris williams is at chris williamson or jordan harbinger or jay shetty or joe rogan i mean look at joe rogan he's been doing this for over 10 years so there's a lot that goes into it right to make something look effortless so i think that was the main thing here and I appreciate you guys taking the time to check this out and I'd really appreciate you guys sharing this with somebody that you thought this was interesting and they that and you think they would think it's interesting or just giving me some feedback or hitting me up with a DM or email. Everything's in the show notes and uh, I am building this community and I can't wait to hear more about it and get more feedback from you all because I want to grow the show with you, not just for myself, but I want everybody to everybody that tunes in to get some value out of this and I don't take the fact that you invest your time with me lightly i know there's very many people you could listen to and the fact that you listen to me i'm very grateful for so thanks everybody and remember either learn from or you learn from thanks bye